I originally wanted to start this episode talking about how being an adult and the responsibilities that we have can seem tumultuous at times. However, I think that's disingenuous to everyone out there. As I believe age or a state of life doesn't dictate what is deemed as fundamental, important, or responsible. So instead, I'm gonna say everyone has impactful, powerful responsibilities in their life. But I'm interested in asking everyone what one responsibility of all of these in your life do you wish you didn't have? Here, I'm behind every story. What's up, everyone? My name's Jason, and this is Behind Every Story. If this is your first time with us, let me explain what's happening. I love hearing people's stories from the good, the bad, the powerful, happy, to the heartstring-pulling sad. I love hearing people's stories, and I love hearing behind those stories. I want to know what happened in your life leading up to that to make that happen. This show is the proverbial director's commentary on the movie of life. This is episode number 42 of 50 of the COVID-50. Now, before we begin, a note of warning. The topics we explore on this show may not be suitable for all listeners. This podcast deals with real people and real stories. These stories may contain and deal with graphic language, adult themes, sexual content, or violence. Listener discretion is advised. This week, we're discussing what is a responsibility in your life that you wish you didn't have? And I think throughout my life, this answer has changed. If I was a kid and more self-deluded, I would think that maybe my responsibility would be to not throw out the garbage or something silly like that. But as I get older, it starts to dwell on me more and more the the weight of reality and i think the one responsibility i wish i didn't have was dealing with the death of my parents and close ones um i am lucky and fortunate enough to have both of my parents still alive but as an only child i dwell and fear the day my parents die. Of course, I am scared to lose them, but it's also a responsibility that I don't know what I'll do. I don't know how I'll handle it. I like to think that I'll have a stiff upper lip, that I'll be able to handle and tackle everything and do it the right way. But as an emotional person, as, like I said, an only child, it weighs on me that I fear... I will fail. I fear I won't be able to stand up and do what's necessary. And I'm nervous for that day. And I know it will happen. And with my constant anxiety and fear in the front of my mind at all times of all things, it's kept me awake more times than I'd like to say. And it's something that I do dwell about. It's something that I do fear Now, again, I am fortunate that both of my parents 
have signed up for a service called the Neptune Society. And what this is, is it's an organization that helps you put everything in order, that helps you organize all the needed paperwork, all the needed documentation for when someone dies. Literally, what I have to do is once one of my parents dies, I call the Neptune Society. And and please, this is not an advertisement for them or anything, but it is something that is making my weight of this responsibility a little bit lighter. And I call them, they take care of everything. I have to get them information, things like that, but they take over the brunt of the work. And that does relieve a lot of stress. Even as I'm saying this, I can feel the stress a little bit lighter as I'm actually saying this out loud um, and not just interiorly dwelling on it. But it's not so much the responsibility of the paperwork, of the things that I have to do, but I think it's more of the responsibility of the emotional way that I have to hold up afterwards. Um, and it's not just my parents either, but my friends. I'm, I'm the guy who cries when I see a dead raccoon on the side of the road. And I hit a raccoon once while driving home very late at night. And I thought I'd missed him. I swerved so hard out of the way, but I drove back a mile to find him. And I sat with him on the side of the road as he died. And I realized that animals aren't the same emotionally as humans, where they don't want to be alone when they die. So when I got close to him, he got really scared. So I backed off and I, I sat a good distance away, but I don't think anyone should be alone when they die. And I felt so insanely built up and, and filled with grief and pain. That was, <laughs> that was almost a year and a half ago. And I still can't drive. I can't think of wildlife or animals in general without thinking of that moment. And I think, how is this going to affect me when someone I've grown my life around, when they die? And it's the responsibility of owning up and, and feeling those emotions and trying to direct them in a more positive way that I fear. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I get to ask everyone else, what's a responsibility in their life they most wish they didn't have? If you enjoy storytelling or comics, I have an awesome idea for you. Hi, I'm Jason, the creator and narrator and storyteller of Behind Every Story. But did you know I also do a comic strip three times a week? Half-Hearted Headache is a slice-of-life comic that takes place in a small American town. In fact, it's my hometown of Elgin, Illinois. Half-Hearted Headache is a coming-of-age story that proves you don't have to be a teenager to still come of age. The story revolves around the slice-of-life happenings of a town and its people within. 
from normal everyday things like work to grandiose, mysterious things that are just on the horizon, including talking cats and ghosts. There's so much more happening at Half-Hearted Headache. Join us today over at halfheartedheadache.com or you can follow us on the very popular webcomic apps and web pages of tapas.io and webtoons.com. And if you like our comic, make sure you check out our Patreon where there's some awesome rewards, including actually being in the comic itself. Check us out at Half-Hearted Headache. My name is Potato Johnson, and I am from Crystal Lake, Illinois. What's one responsibility you most wish you didn't have? Um, I want to say cars, because my car is on its last legs, and so I have to repair things which costs money. And basically I'm just waiting until the repair costs are monthly to the point where I might as well buy a car, at which point then I'll have a car payment at the same time as things probably breaking because cars are made like shit now. Um, so cars are the a, a big thing that I think I would have a lot more money if I didn't have to deal with it. But I don't want to move to a city because I don't particularly like the city. I don't understand people who love them. Um, and that's really the only way you're getting enough public transportation or whatever to, to get out of having to deal with a car. My name is Brett and I'm from Chicago, Illinois. I wish I didn't have to clean my place ever. If I did not have to clean, that would just, I would do anything else. Like, I like doing dishes. I don't include that in that. But like, regular cleaning, organization, maybe it's more organization. I'm just, I'm ADD, so I'm very unorganized. If somebody could handle that for me, that would be amazing. Hi, my name is Chris. I'm from Elgin, Illinois. Oh, wow. Um, you know, I, I, can I change the question? That's something that maybe the responsibility I have of, of being the most scared of is because um, I don't wish that I don't have it or I won't have it, um, but I'm really scared of what is going to take place is, you know, when, you know, now that people are living a little bit longer in their lives, what's going to happen with my parents as they get older um, and they live, um, you know, when I was a kid, if your grandparents lived to be 70, that was a lot. Um, you know, some of them lived a little bit longer. Um, but if, if you got sick, you were, you know, at that age, you were pretty much going to die. Now they can, I don't want to say they can keep you alive. That's a very clinical and bad way to say it, but you can, you know, you, you can live a long time. And I'm really worried about being able to do that and make the right decisions for my parents. Um, you know, being the eldest son and being the one that has to do that. So... My name is Zach. I live in Fort Worth, Texas. 
paying bills. I just would rather not pay bills. Like, why should I? Have, why should I have to be an adult today? Um, it's one thing my friends and I always constantly talk about. Let's go back to being 17 before there was responsibility, before we had to pay bills. You know, where we had to worry about gas in the tank and money for food or going out, and that was it. You know, things were covered. You know, sometimes I mean, some of us, some of my friends, we paid our own car insurance. You know, maybe we paid our phone bill um, as high schoolers because we had jobs. But like the real bills, the mortgage, the rent, the electric, the heat, all that stuff. Like I, I hate that responsibility because it comes with stress. And it's like, am I going to be able to pay it this month? You know, did I make enough money to pay that bill? And I know that's a, a stressor for a lot of people. And with the economy the way it is right this moment with this coronavirus, COVID-19 stuff, it's, it's even tenfold because there's a lot of people that are really worse off that, that aren't sleeping, that are losing their hair, that are freaking out over how do I pay these bills? And it's just that one thing that I just would rather not have to deal with. My name is Mark Allen Fishman. I am from Homewood, Illinois. Uh, one responsibility I wish I didn't have. Um, <laughs> having to be the band Nazi in every relationship I'm in. All right. You got to extrapolate this. What's a band Nazi? Okay. Okay. Everyone knows this. If you are in a group project, everyone has the band Nazi. The one person who has to keep everybody on task, who has to keep people uh, doing the things that you need to be doing, asking the questions that need to be asked, um, thinking ahead five steps so that when the trouble happens, you've got some semblance of defense. Um, and I do that with everyone everywhere. Now, when I have to do it and I'm somebody's manager, cool. I am paid to do that. But like in Unshaven Comics, we are a, a three-headed hydra of a company. But uh, if you start disseminating who does what there, I will gladly throw my two brothers from other other mothers under the train so fast their heads split. Um, I am absolutely uh, banned Nazi there. I am banned Nazi in my marriage. I'm banned Nazi everywhere. It just happens. I don't know if I'm just prone to that or if people just, I, I get that underlying feeling like everybody secretly is in a chat room behind my back going, Mark, I'll take care of that. Right. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't even say no. Like if this thing ends and you're like, Mark, I'm going to need you to actually cut your audio up for me. Cause I don't want to cut this out. I'd probably be like, okay, that's cool. My name is Sean, and I am from Chicago. A responsibility I wish that I didn't have. It's a tough question uh, because, like, I would say, um, I guess, like, the cultural responsibility of, you know, being within my culture, there's, like, a little bit of an expectation or standard, and I don't meet it at all. And so I think it's sometimes tough to like sometimes meet these expectations that like my parents or my family has. But 
I've been living my life in a certain direction, especially for the last like three to five years that now most people don't question it so much. Uh, and they just know that I'm going to do what I think is best for me. So um, I would say that like it's I, I would say maybe like cultural expectations. But at the same time, I like I love like the I, there's a lot of aspects of my Indian community that I love and like the community aspect that there's there's so much of us that keep in touch. And like I know all my first cousins, I know all my second cousins um, I know like even some of my third cousins and then like my cousin's kids and whatnot. So it's like, you know, having that extensive value of family and community base, I think is also like a great thing too, but it also plays a huge headache too, because people are like, oh, you got to do this or be like this. And it's just, I don't think there's ever a right way. So, um, that's probably my answer for now. But if I were to think about it, I'd probably think of something else. What is one responsibility that you wish you didn't have? I do wish I wasn't the breadwinner. Um, that is a lot of responsibility. Um, part of it... It sucks just because there is that silly male pride that is built up with it. And when I have been in situations where I I couldn't bring home the bacon, as they say, mm. uh, that hits you. That hits you hard. And I thought that I was a pretty uh, forward thinking person, but uh, that had me that had me hurting. Like as a man. <laughs> <You know? laughs> It's like I, you know, I, and and I think why it's so tied up into especially the male, uh, the male persona, is because really, especially now that we're out of the woods and out of the trees and stuff like that, um, we're pretty fucking useless. There's really no reason for a woman to be with a man, you know. Except for the fact that these days we have that wage gap still. <laughs> and once they even that out, then I don't see why anybody would want to be with a dude. Because we're kind of stupid <laughs> and smelly. <laughs> and we're complete opposites. Like, like my wife's version of clean is totally different from my version of clean. <laughs> my name is Brandon. I am from Elgin, Illinois. Paying bills. <laughs> the one responsibility I wish I didn't have was financial obligation. And the reason for that is I run a small business. And the small business, there's a lot of bills. You, know, you just you always have bills. You know, you have bills for living, and then you have bills for your business. And if, if we just got the, those pesky bills out of the way, and I could just focus on what I do and whether I bring in money or not, whatever, that would be so much better. My name is M. I am from Chicago. Well, let's see. I wish I didn't have to be responsible for cleaning up other people's trauma. 
I wish that, that they had dealt with their shit before making me a victim. Because I feel like I spend most of my life um, trying to recover from their trauma. My name is Rob and I am from the Midwest in America. What's one responsibility you wish you did not have? Having to pay attention to our bills. I wish that none of us had to worry about that, but I also don't want to be in a society where we don't have to worry about that. So, but that, that to me, it's like, ah, it, it interrupts the flow, but whatever, that's life. I am Chris and I am from Chicago. I would say a simple one would be, you know, paying taxes. I definitely don't want to have to pay taxes anymore. Mm -hmm. But I would say on a more serious thought out answer, it would be growing up, me and my sister fought all, all the time. And we got into some real nasty, aggressive fights. And there was like a lot of emotional abuse, like verbal abuse, like, oh, you're stupid, like, you're gay, mm -hmm. whatever. And so I never liked my sister. It wasn't until she grew up and matured. She was an older sister, too. Until she grew up and matured that she started coming around and we slowly have become friends. My mom would, would tell me something because she and her sister grew up very poor taking care of each other. She said, like, you always have to take care of your sister. And throughout the years, I've always said, like, blood means nothing to me. Like what means are what means to me are the actions that people take towards me, like that's the bond that I appreciate, and I t I would tell her like my sister has done nothing for me throughout my life. Um, but now we have a solid friendship, now we have a, a good relationship together, and I definitely feel like I have to take care of her. Interesting. Whether it's you know through relationship breakups or whether it's when she gets herself hospitalized because she tripped and hit her head or something i feel like she's a responsibility of mine that i have to take care of for the rest of my life i wish i didn't have to because it definitely weighs in on me especially on days weeks like you know like this week where people's job security is at stake and we don't know how we're going to make ends meet like she is at the top of my list of worries like making sure that she's going to be okay why don't you wish you had that responsibility? I think if I did not have that responsibility of having to take care of my sister, no matter what happens, I would be able to probably live a little different and maybe do that motorcycle jump, you know, do the thing that I was afraid to, the things that I don't do because I feel like I need to be healthy to be able to take care of people potentially. Hello, my name's Dan from Cambridge, UK. What's one responsibility you wish you did not have? Uh, bills and tax. How come? Well, nobody asked to be on the earth, did they? And it's 2020. Pretty sure we should have free energy by now. It's just being held back or whatever companies are making so much money everything's we're not where we should be 
where do you think we should be? Not here. <laughs> uh, yeah, every, it, Star Trek's got it right. You know, there's a bit in Star Trek where they're like, oh, yeah, we figured out how to not, we, we didn't need money. And everybody just got taken care of and looked after. That's the overall goal, isn't it, really? It should be. My name is John. I am from the west suburbs of Chicago. I really don't like cleaning the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> uh, that? How about just like, like, why do I got to cook dinner every night? You know, or, or like not even like, now nah, I'm a single dude again. I do buy a lot of dinners, but like, you know, it's bullshit, man. Like what, why couldn't they have just figured out something better by now like why can't there just be a sludge that like like i hit the button and it just gives me my nutrients and shit like that why do i have to constantly think about feeding myself it's fucking pain i am lauren i am a wedding photographer and i am from chicago illinois uh, so we run the business, um, and I really hate this side of the business because it's just a lot of work. It's a lot more stress. I definitely like shooting and taking pictures, and poor Ryan, I feel like, takes on a lot more responsibility when it comes to the business. So uh, I do obviously still do it, um, but when it comes to big decisions, I, I definitely don't like taking them or doing them, especially right now with uh, the corona going on. Uh, you know, people canceling, people wanting money back, all that other fun stuff is, it's not something fun that I like to deal with. My name is Marie and I am from St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, to my health. Everyone has a responsibility to their health, but when your health is in a critical state, you are way more responsible and held way more accountable for it. I'm not able to do some of the things that I want to do. Like, I can't get drunk. <laughs> I'm not allowed to. I mean, I definitely could. It's just not responsible. Uh, so I don't. There's other things that if I was a healthy human being, I would be able to go hiking like I used to. And now I, I get so worn out so fast that I kind of get left behind, especially if I'm walking with someone or I feel like I'm holding them back. Um, this is something that I'm, you know, living through now and I will be living through for a while. And I, I know, again, it'll make me a better person. But in this moment, there are times I wish I wasn't sick. My name is Sarah, and I'm from a podunk town in Iowa. Um, you know, I'm really fortunate and that the only responsibilities I wish I didn't have are, are responsibilities that nobody wishes they had, which is a mortgage and car payment and credit cards and 
dot, dot, dot. So I'm really fortunate in like responsibilities that I personally have. Like for instance, I have an amazing husband that tries to keep the house clean because I'm a terrible housekeeper. So I can't even claim that that was a responsibility that I wish I didn't have because I really don't do it. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like money is going to be worthless someday. So that's going to be good <laughs> based on how, how they're just cranking it out right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Another thing that's prophesied in the Bible, Jason, is people are going to be throwing money in the streets. I'm just telling you. Anyway. Um, <laughs> you didn't know you were going to get Bible thump today, did you? Didn't um, know. Yeah. No. Okay. was unaware. It's okay. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, yeah. So that's that's the responsibility. Those are the responsibilities I don't enjoy. Money. <clears throat> My name is Stella, and I'm from Chicago. Responsibility. Being on my condo board, it's a boring answer, but it's true. I feel like it's having stepped up to be in a thankless job where people are complaining all the time for no economic gain, and people just hating you or being mad at you all the time. Um, It's one thing I definitely want off my plate as soon as possible. Why did you join it to begin with? Um, There was a really corrupt lady, um, people that were just not being transparent and truthful. And my biggest thing in life is, is be truthful, be transparent. Um, You know, the truth uh, on my, um, on my screensaver or whatever you call it on my wallpaper on my phone, I have this uh, picture and it says truth is powerful and it prevails. And I've had that on my background of my phone for so long. And that's why I joined is to really create a change and get rid of the evil and toxicity that were there. And I did. And now it's time at some point for me to not be on there anymore (laughs) give somebody else a shot so my name is michael and i'm in the naperville area i wish i was dumber sometimes i wish i didn't know what i knew because it would make it so much easier to live simply You probably want to know why I feel that way, right? I want to know why you feel that way. So the reason why I feel that way is because, um, okay, there's another Kanye West proverb right here, is um, being the smartest person doesn't mean you're also the smartest person. And he didn't say that in so many words. There's a a line I'll I'll quote it in later when I I DM you on Facebook. But – the uh, the bottom line is that people who are not as educated have a happier life because they don't understand the existential problems that they are physically in. That's like people who buy trailer parks because they're only 50 grand. They don't realize that literally the more money they put in it is a bottoming up pole. I have coworkers right now who have like 5,000 left on their, 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 um, their trailer only to have to pay $700 a month because they can't physically move their trailer because that's the 
price of the land under it. They don't understand that if they would have spent that money on a house, once they pay off the house, they just got to pay the taxes. That's it. Obviously, it's a much bigger bucket you're trying to put in. But the thing is, they're happy and simple. And they're going to live their life so much happier than you and I, knowing that after the couple things I just explained about with coronavirus, living the corona loca, knowing that you have to pay for all these pensions, knowing that people have done stock rebuybacks, knowing that there are bad credit out in the market, we're going to go back into 2008 in the next three months, knowing all these things, now you're scared to go to sleep when tomorrow they're just going to go back in their pickup truck and go to work, come home, enjoy, smoke a little bit of meth, and they're going to love their life for the entire rest of their life. And they don't have to worry about all these, okay, the meth thing was pretty bad, but they even if they don't, but they could just go home and be happy. This is something I can't do. I'm always constantly working, getting to the new camera, getting to the new whatever. And imagine those people would never sit in your seat because they don't want to deal with the bullshit that you have signed up for. And you may say, look, I'm going to get into a better socioeconomic situation. But what has that caused you? What anger, frustration, what money have you spent that you didn't know you were going to get? Those people don't go through that. There's a gland in the middle of your stomach that once you go through more and more stress, it becomes shorter. It is not a thing that they see in grown adults. But I've done some research that in rural areas where things are a lot less stressful, people still have that gland. I can't remember what the fuck it is right now because I'm talking real good. But when I figure that out, I will hit you up in the DMs. But realistically, the dumber you are, the happier you are, the smarter you are, statistically, the more likely you'll commit suicide. And that's not just me, but that's a statistical thing. Whereas places in Africa and Uganda and some of these very bad socioeconomic areas that we would say we would never live in, they have a very, very, very low, um, what is it, um, um, suicide rate. and. If you look at America, and especially Japan, where they have a much higher suicide rate per capita, that why would it make sense when the smarter people are killing themselves and the dumber people who have no food aren't killing themselves? That would make no sense. But when you look at the statistical factors that correspond with that, they're much happier living a simpler life. Whereas the people like you and I, and I'm, I'm not going to point anybody else know what the problems are we fester on those problems which i'm not saying we're going to kill ourselves tomorrow but i'm saying that it correlates with us having a lower emotional health but a more higher intellectual health Stories make us feel a little more connected to the world. Like knowing someone has a fear of a responsibility th that you share maybe makes us feel like we're not so alone. And I think we need that now more than ever. Do you have a story about something that you wish you didn't have to have a responsibility for? Email or send us a voicemail clip to behindeverystory at gmail.com. We would love to hear it or read it or play it on the episode. 
And thank you so much for joining us here on Behind Every Story. If you like what you heard, please consider subscribing on your favorite podcast streaming app or sharing our podcast to your friends and family. And head on over to iTunes to give us those five-star reviews and write a review because that helps us get our podcast in front of more people. Like and follow us on Facebook at Behind Every Story Podcast to stay up to date on every new episode and some behind-the-scenes stuff. And sometimes I like to reach out to people and ask, are you interested in talking on the podcast? Especially since we are winding down our COVID-50, I will be bringing in new topics and new interviews here shortly, so be on the lookout for that. And you can always find us on BehindEveryStory.com. Great storytellers make the world a smaller, more intimate place. Thank you to all the storytellers out there, big and small. And thank you to our guests this week. Brett, Bob, Brandon, Chris, Chris, Daniel, John, Lauren and Ryan, M, Mark, Marie, Michael, Potato Johnson, Rob, Sarah, Stella, Sean, and Zach. I've been your storyteller, Jason Osterkamp, and it's been a pleasure sitting around the campfire with you. Join us again next time when I get to ask everyone, what is something that you're embarrassed that you're really good at? I'll see you next time on Behind Every Story. 